ready to start swimming places? I'm kicking off my next Quick Start for Marathon Swimming virtual group coaching course on January 10th. Contact me today to grab your spot. Shannon at IntrepidWater.com Welcome to our 69th episode of Marathon Swim Stories. After nine months, I've decided to call it a wrap on Season 1. In Season 2, we'll have return guests, as well as new perspectives from event directors, kayakers, observers, and of course, more swimmer stories. Happy holidays to you wherever you are. I hope to hear your story in the new year. It's hard to believe that it was just three years ago, at 50, that a friend convinced Cheryl to try a sprint triathlon. Having not swam since high school, and with her wetsuit on backwards, she tackled the 300 meters in the water. And while the running, particularly, and cycling, didn't stick, she keeps tackling one challenge after another in the water. It gave me goosebumps when Cheryl describes the newly discovered sense of confidence that came after completing her swim across the width of Lake Tahoe last year. She's ready to see how far she can swim, and there's no stopping her. You're going to love Cheryl's story. Enjoy. This is the fun part. I need to say, Cheryl... What's your story? <laughs> That's how I open it up. That's you, Cheryl. That's your cue. Okay. <laughs> well, I, you know, I'll, 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 I'll use Sylvia's line because I was, when I went, she spoke, which story do you want? <laughs> oh, the swimming story. <laughs> we'll, go, we'll go swimming. Sure. <laughs> oh, gosh. I, um, didn't sw- I wasn't a swimmer growing up. Uh, I mean, yeah, I went to the water and I could swim and, you know, I didn't drown as a kid, but I never... Like I, I didn't grow up on a swim team. Um, when I was in high school, uh, I joined the swim team as a freshman. You know, there was this cute boy. He was a junior. And I was like, <laughs> I think I'll join the team. Uh, I hated it. Like it was oh. awful. Like swimming in a lane with people. And I was slow. Oh, death. I was awful. And, you know, they put me in the, the 500 race. That was like, okay, that's your race. And it was awful. You know, when you see the lane line in the pool, like flip one, two, you know, lane count. Um, I don't remember what race it was, but there was one race I was in and, you know, I was either going to finish last or second to last. And I just remember this kid from St. John's prep. It was an all boys school, just always next to me, right? Like in front of me, I could see him, see his feet, hit flip, I'd flip. And I just remember the last two laps, like somebody saying to me, just move. And I remember just swimming my hardest, like no breath, like flipped right after him. And then like, I beat him. And I was like, yes, second to last, but that's okay. I did it. <laughs> um, and then I quit because like the boy I thought was cute didn't want anything to do with me. Like, you know, and I was like, this stinks. Like I'm getting planted with on my feet. Um, you know, I'm in the, I'm in the, the, the pool, like, wow, I quit. Um, and I didn't get, I didn't get back in the water until I was 50. And, uh, you know, someone suggested that I try a, um, a, a triathlon. So I tried this sprint at the, it was in New Hampshire, National New Hampshire, the YMCA. It was a big fundraiser, you know, and it was a, a 12 mile bike and a, um, a run and a 300 yard swim, you know, and I, and I, I, you know, buy a wetsuit. That was an event trying to put that thing on, but we're, we're there the day of the event 
and you know we're all standing in line and they're calling you based on on your ability you know where they seed you and i'm like like the back um and we get right on the dock about to walk down and finish and my friend looks at me she goes your wetsuit's on backwards <laughs> I was like, what, the zipper doesn't go in the front? Like, what an idiot, right? Like, huh. So standing there, I had to like, take this thing off really quick, like turn it around, put it on. Um, and then I jumped in and I like panicked. And I didn't want to be near anybody. So rather than stay in the crowd, you know, I'm way out around the circumference. So, you know, what was probably 300 yards was 500. Right. Um, <laughs> don't know. Um, but it was just very uncomfortable, very unsettling, you know, people all around me. Um, and then I finished and I finished and it felt good to finish. And then I jumped on a bike and then I, you know, finished the bike and <clears throat> ran. And when I was done, I was like, well, that wasn't fun. <laughs> right? Like, I just don't like to run. I'm not a runner. And so I did a couple of more, um, triathlons. Like I did a, I did an Olympic level, which was, you know, a little bit longer swim, a little bit longer bike. And then it was a 10 K run. And at the end of the 10 K run, I'm like, I'm done. Never. Like, if you see me running again, I'm being chased. I got me in chase because it's just the most uncomfortable thing in the world. So then I changed to an aqua bike that fall and I did the swim in the bike and that was cool. That was okay. Um, But I have this fear in the back of my head and it's my own fear. Like I have a fear I'm going to get hit by a car when I'm riding a bike. Right. And I have a friend who says to me, aren't you afraid of getting eaten by a shark? I'm like, listen, dude, I got a lot less chance getting eaten by a shark than you do getting pegged off by some distracted driver on the highway on your bike. Right. She's like, "Hmm, good point. Um, so that was 2017, right? So, right, yeah, that year. And then the last part of the season, I participated in a, um, an event at another YMCA and it was a two mile swim. Well, they were all different distances. And I'm like, ah, I'll do the two miles. What the heck? With a group of people I knew who were, again, way faster than me, right? Like, you know, they're all sitting there having coffee finished and I'm, you know, trying to make the last loop. Um, but I did it. It was, you know, it was fun. I was slower than death. Um, but I met, I met an amazing person. I met Bob Fernald and he's been my swim coach ever since. Right. I had no idea what the triple crown was. I had no idea about anything, but I was like, Hey, this guy like is interested in swimming. And so, um, that kind of began the journey. So I, uh, so in 2018, um, I, I put on a wetsuit and started swimming and trained and went up and did um, the kingdom games, did the 10 K um, you know, and back then I thought three hours in the water was forever. Right? <laughs> you know, I'm swimming in a lake. Bob's on a party boat with another guy. Who's the husband of a friend of mine who decided she had trained with me. Um, little did I know she used to be a swim coach at UNH. Right. I'm like, why is she, she's just so flipping fast. Um, <laughs> So, you know, after I swam for like three hours, he's like, all right, you've done three hours. That's great. And I thought, I can never go one minute longer. Like, this <laughs> and I was in a full, you know, full, full wetsuit. Um, so we went to the Kingdom Games and I swam and it was incredible. Like I had never done anything like that before. Right. Which, and, which distance did you do? Uh, the 10K. 10K. Okay. And, um, you know, you meet up with a kayaker who I had never met before. And I'm like, does she know what she's doing? Does she understand what she's doing? Like my life's in her hands. Like little did I know, you know, she was part of like the folks from Boston with, you know, Boston light, like, like she knew so much more than me. Right. You know, here I am. Ah, panicked. Um, but it was fun. It was a lot of fun. And I, I know that my stroke wasn't great because the last, maybe the last mile, um, I had a real problem with my left shoulder Mm -hmm. and, was watching people that were just you know swimming by me 
just because all of a sudden I slowed down and it was just so much pain in my shoulder. And I finished and I was amazed I finished. Um, it was great. It was fun. Um, you know, wound up in PT saying, what's wrong with my shoulder? And it was, um, you know, I need to, I, I've learned over the last couple of years, it's just perfecting my stroke because I haven't had a problem yeah. since, you know, thank God. Um, right. So I did that 10K and then um, someone, a friend of mine asked me if I wanted to go to um, Barbados to swim 10K there. And I'm like, sure, totally. I'll go. <laughs> sure. I'm like, you know, if I'm going to swim, I want to swim in like these places, right? Um, so my husband and I went down with a group of folks to um, Barbados. And was it Barbados? Yeah, Barbados. And it was the first time, okay, so I was going to swim in the ocean, right? Not a lake. Had never done that before. Um, without a wetsuit, because I thought, I can't wear a wetsuit. It's 200 degrees down there, right? <laughs> um, we had a woman who was kayaking, like to support, because most, some of you probably have done this race. It's the, you know, the Barbados Open Water Swim Festival. Mm-hmm. You got to feed yourself. And it's when I started to realize there's way more to open water swimming than just swimming. Right. So it was six loops. Right. So what I learned at the end of it was six loops and I had had some infinite nutrition feed, uh, which didn't go well. It came up more than it stayed down. So I was puking the whole way. Right. (laughs) And when I get to like the last loop, I say to my friend in the kayak, she said, do you want a piece of Stacy's banana? I'm like, no, I don't want to take her food. She's like, Cheryl, she's been done for two hours. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, I'm, I'm horrified, right? Um, and I had a little banana. Okay, fine. Then I finished. And back up the night before, we were all having dinner. And this one guy who does triathlons a lot, I had just met him while we were there, talking around the, around the, around the table. And he's like, so what are you doing tomorrow? And I said, oh, I'm going to swim the 10K. By yourself? Like, all at once? And I said, yeah. He goes, Wow. And I just looked at him like, why? He goes, well, I wouldn't have expected that. I'm like, why? Because I'm a, like a middle-aged housewife? Like, uh, like, shut up. Like, I got, I got kind of kind of pissed, right? Yeah. Like, I'm going to try it. And then I didn't say anything, right? I didn't get upset, right? No judgment. I found that, that, that he pulled out and DQ'd because he couldn't make it because he was trying the same event. I'm like, yes. <laughs> I didn't say it out loud. Yeah. Um, karma. Um, and what's interesting is, so we got out of the race and then my husband and I had had some plans set up to like go tour the island, not even understanding what I just put my body through. So I mm-hmm. change my clothes, I get in a cab and we're driving around the island and I haven't eaten anything. Oh gosh. Uh-oh. And I start getting sick. I start getting like dehydrated. I'm getting weak. I'm like literally pulled over at this little store, like don't even know if it was safe, right? Anything they could give me, bottles of water. We finally found a hotel. I was chowing on pizza, like not even realizing what I put my body through, right? Yeah. And, I, and when I finished, I had called Bob back at home and I said, so we triage and he's like, all right, based on what you told me you ate versus what you didn't keep down, et cetera, you I took in 500 calories. Like, right. no wonder you didn't pass out, right? <laughs> so again, you know, a teaching moment. Um, so then I finished that and I was like, all right, what's next? He's like, what do you want to do? I'm like, I don't know. So I start doing all this research. And I'm like, well, if I'm going to swim, I'm going to swim some fun places. So I reached out to Sylvia and I'm like, what about Tahoe? And, and my husband's great. He's like, is there a golf course? <laughs> golf course, right? So that's our, that's our laugh. Like I'll say to him now when, when I swim in uh, Bermuda, honey, do you want to go to Bermuda for a long weekend? He's like, why is there a swim? I'm like, well, yeah, but it's only a few hours, right? <laughs> it's only, it's right next to a golf course. <laughs> it's right next to a golf course. So yeah, so I decided to do Tahoe and, you know, and I trained and I trained in a couple of lakes in New Hampshire. Um, 
you know, I remember Bob saying to me, all right, I need you to do three hours in the pool. And I said, you want me to do three hours in a pool? Like back and forth, really? I, I don't know how I'm going to do that. And his line was, well, how bad do you want it in the summer? Mm-hmm. And that was my motivation. Like, oh, I've got to do this, that, right? Um, and I did. Like, I did what he told me, right? That, that's it. Like, whatever he told me to do blindly, I did. And I still do today, right? He'll tell me, you need to do this. I don't even ask why. Because I know what why he's just going to like roll his eyes at me. Right. <laughs> and, and, and I can't, like, I don't, I don't second guess it. It would be like any of you telling me, it would be like Caroline telling me I have to sit in a bucket of ice for four days if I'm going to try and do the North channel. Okay. you. Did, I guess I have to listen to you. Right. Um, I just, you know, I listen to all of you folks and I, I just, I just listen and I absorb a lot. Right. Because I'm the newbie. Um, so we got to Tahoe about a week early Hydrate, 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 um, you know, sleep, sleep, sleep. Um, I, I guess the altitude was fine for me. Um, and I met Sylvia and Brian the morning of at the boat. Um, and going from where we stayed in South Tahoe, like down in the busy section, and then you get to drive that road in the middle of the night to go over to meet them. Like that was more horrifying than the swim. <laughs> Which course we, did you do? We did uh, the width. The width. Um. The width. And um yeah, it was, you know, it was like, okay. And, and Brian had a great way of making me less nervous. Like, okay, let me talk to you about everything. And, and off we went, right? And like, I still can't. All I remember was, um, you know, you get all the rules and I'm swimming and I got my eyes closed. And I'm swimming and the next thing, bang, I swam right into the boat. And oh, no. on the boat's laughing. And I was like, and Brian looked down and he goes, yeah, I saw you coming. I just like, hit the boat. And I was like, and, and I, I was like, I was startled. And then all I could think about was, am I disqualified? Like I, I touched the boat and then I find out after, no, no, no. It's like, you have to like, not if you run into it, it's, you know, if you like ask for assistance, but anyways, yeah, that was like the big joke. And, um, I just kept swimming. And, you know, when, when Bob, he had, my husband was on the boat, um, Bob, my coach was on the boat and I have a different Andrea, who's my kayaker, who I've got to tell you, I, she finds a line second to none, right? Like without her, I wouldn't, I would never be able to make it the way I do. And, um, you know, he hands me a bottle and he's like, this is your last feed. And like, it all of a sudden hit me like, oh my God, I'm almost 12 miles across. And like, I started this two years ago. Wow. And I remember swimming up to the shore and I can't even see out of my goggles because I am just crying, right? Yeah. Yeah. Tell us, tell us um, what it felt like. How did it feel when you finished? Um, like I could do it, right? Yeah. Um, I'm really, I'm really successful professionally. Um, I lack a lot of confidence personally. Yeah. Um, so the fact I did it, I was like, wow, right? And but then again, I get then I get back in the boat and I'm swimming across, and I'm like, okay, yeah, but that was no big deal. There's still people that do 25 miles or 20. Right. Yeah. Right, right back into that. It's got to be better. It's gotta, you know, I got to do more. Um, but it was just like, Tahoe was just amazing, right? It's just a place. The water was amazing. Um, I'm so grateful that the, let the, um, the tide, not the tide, but the, the current, whatever you want to call it there, it was flat, right? Yeah. Like if I could have picked the perfect first experience, that was it. Like I didn't get sick. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was a Did time along the way. Like... There was a time along the way I got nervous because Brian got on the back of the pl- platform to feed me. And I'm thinking, why is he coming? Like, <laughs> people. And it was warm and some caffeine. I was oh. like, this. Okay. You know, and I guess, you know, it's your crew that watches you and knows. And um, 
but it was good. It was, it was, it was, it was really good. So I finished and, and we came home and, um, then we went to, uh, Bermuda. I went with Alyssa. I was like, Alyssa, do you and Tom want to go? Bermuda? And she's like, yeah, we're going like, all right, we're going to, we're going to join. And we did, uh, we did the around the sound, uh, in Bermuda. And again, I, I say, I, I swam with Alyssa. I like, I started with her and then, you know, she finished and I came in, you know, half an hour, 45 minutes later. <laughs> Um, and that was fun. That was hard. Uh, part of it, like the wind picked up and the chop and like, they didn't give you any fuel. So, you know, I had, I had infinite that I had made really thick stuck in little goo packs, like in my bathing suit, <laughs> you know, and then you'd stop and you drink the water they gave you. Um, so that was a lesson in fueling, right? Like every, every time I do something, I learn something and right. because it's like, Oh, why did I feel that bad? Or, Oh, how come this? So that was fun. Um, so then for 20, um, I submitted my name for to try one of the bridges in New York. And I was really excited. I was like, oh, great. This is going to be awesome. And I also signed up to do uh, a swim with Phil. I couldn't I couldn't do Border Buster because my kid's schedule always comes first. Like my daughter's lacrosse comes first. Um, I'd rather be on the sidelines watching her because, you know, she'll be off and gone long before I'm done swimming. So, how, old are, uh, how old are you? How old's your daughter? She's 14. 14. And my son is 13. And, you know, I remember you said something, you said something when I listened to your podcast, thinking about swimming and you're like, if I can deal with motherhood, I can deal with swimming. And I thought about <laughs> that and like, that is my new mantra because you know, times when my daughter and I get into a test of wills, right? And a, a week or so ago, she was really frustrated with me and yelling and screaming. And I thought, please. Like, like, oh my God, I could swim the English channel with my eyes closed compared to this, right? Because <laughs> it's really hard. Yeah. When you're... This is hard, right? This is hard. This is someone else. It's another person. You have to listen. You have to, and I'm like, oh, bring it on. I don't care how cold and how many jellyfish like that. Nice mom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my daughter's on. Um, so yeah, it was a good, yeah, it was a good perspective. That? It was good. It was a good perspective. Um, anyways, I was kind of excited to do some longer distances and then, you know, then COVID hit. Right. And COVID hit. And um, so I was I, like, I didn't want to stop swimming. I didn't want to, you know, I'm like, what can we do? Like, what can we do to keep, keep me moving in the right direction? Right. Because I've got, I've got a goal today. I've got a goal next year. Um, and I'll back up. So a year and a half ago, um, I was fortunate. Um, I got an endless pool in the house because I couldn't, I couldn't, I can't still today. I can't get the time in the water at the local wise that I need to do the training that I want to do. So I bought an endless pool. Um, didn't know COVID was going to hit. So fortuitously, how lucky am I? Um, so I swim, that's it. I swim and swimming in like turbulence, like at a pace, like after two or three hours, I'm like, why do my shoulders hurt so much? Well, cause I'm swimming against the current, right? Yeah. Yeah. I honestly think that has helped me when I go with a bunch of crazy people over to Hampton beach in the summer. And I'm in the, you know, I'm in the waves. I mean, I'm swimming with like, you know, Bob Fernald and Anna Lisa and, you know, Susan Leopold Knight, who forget it, right? She's, she's gone before, <laughs> cap on. Um, you know, and, and, and John Gale and, you know, all those people. It's like, it's, it's so much fun. Um, so, um, so I'm like, what do we do? And, you know, fortunately we were able to pivot. And um, so this past summer, I said to Bob and, and Andrea and my husband and like, what about Newfound Lake? And I've always wanted to swim in Newfound Lake. Three years ago, there was an organization that started a marathon swim. It was a fundraiser. It's called Swim with a Mission. 
and you know all different all different there's relays there's a 10k there's a, and at vera three years ago the first year vera was um she swam the 10k and i remember phil not phil white uh, phil taub who runs this he's telling me the story of this woman from new hampshire reached out and said my daughter would like to swim this and he thought at the time she was like 12 or, no she was 13 right. said, there's no way there's no way I'm letting a 13 year old compete in the first year of this event. If it goes bad, right. This event will never take off. And I guess the story goes, um, you know, Darcy said, can I show you her times? He looked at her times and he said to his buddies, Oh my God, she swims faster than we do. (laughs) Yes, we'll let you, but you need to kayak right next door. Right. And, you know, and every year I've wanted to participate, but my daughter has a lacrosse tournament in Stowe, Vermont. And again, Mm -hmm. that priority. What about Newfound Lake? So I reached out to Phil who, you know, he has a house on the lake. I'm like, tell me about the lake. And a friend of mine, JR lives on the lake. And I said, do you want to be on the crew? Um, so, you know, off we went and Guy Davis, who I just love with all my heart, he said he would observe um, for the Marathon Swim Federation. And, you know, we planned and there was this horrible storm the night before. And we were like, do we go? Do we not go? Do we call it? What do we do? And Evan was great because I, you know, I wanted to make sure I knew the rules of Marathon Swim Federation. How do you map out the the, the, the way? Um, and he helped me do it. And he said, you know, it has to be at least a 10K. So you have to go this way around this island because you need to get to 10K. And I said, oh, I said, well, I want to try and um, I'm going to go back and forth. He goes, oh, Okay, well, then that's a lot easier because, you know, you're, you're at 12 point something miles, right? He's like, oh, you're going to do it, Sarah Thomas. I'm like, yeah, out and back, right? Um, <laughs> so we did. We went out and back. And I remember getting to the to Hebron Beach the first way and getting out and just saying to myself, oh, all I got to do is go back. Wow. <laughs> that's it. All I got to do is turn around and go back. And I changed goggles, right? I took some, you know, untapped maple with a little caffeine. And I was like, let's go. Um, but we decided at eight o'clock the night before that we were going to go, we looked at the weather. Um, you know, is there a break in the weather? Should we go? Cause I thought, I don't want to cancel this. Like, when can we do it again? Right. right. Yeah. I had a plan to go to the channel. So he's doing his own training. So we were like, heck with it. Let's just do it. So we left at five in the morning and I don't realize like the last, I don't know, half an hour, maybe like I'm swimming and I got Bob's on the boat and my friend JR and my husband and, and, and Andrea and, and Andrew's in the kayak and they're yelling and I can't hear because I've got my, you know, the silicone and they're like, swim, swim. No idea that the storm's behind me, right? No oh. idea. Thunder and lightning, like nothing. And, and they all said, after, we were not pulling you out after, it took me uh, eight hours and 40 minutes. And they were like, we were not pulling you out with 30 minutes left. That would not have been good, been a good day, right? Um, so yeah, so I come up and I and I finish. And um, what I didn't realize is Phil captioned it on video and he kind of used it as propaganda for the virtual month of the swim of the mission. Mm, cool. I get home at night and it's on WMURT. Oh, really? In a bathing suit? Seriously. Did you really have to put that on TV? Like, um, but I didn't realize until I could hear the thunder in the background, right? And the and the lightning in the rain. So it's yeah. pretty, pretty cool. Um so we finished that and I was like, what's next? I couldn't, couldn't go to Memphis Magog with Phil. Mm-hmm. Um, looking around, I'm like, what about Lake Sunapee? Right? Sunapee's longer. It's, it's eight miles one way. So it was 16 miles. Um, so what do we do? July 1st was the Newfound Lake. And then August 19th, I'm like, can I do it? Like, can I train? Can I swim? Can I rest enough? And we planned and, and we did it. 
And this time the logistics were a little bit more crazy because thank God I knew somebody who had access to the private slip for the boat that we could put our boat in the night before. <clears throat> I had to get a permit from the state. I had to call the local town police because the town's so small. It would be like, you know, who's, who's out there at three in the morning, four in the morning. <laughs> and I'll never forget. Um, we're sitting in the motel the night before. So there's Alyssa. So God love her. She was my observer. And Oh my gosh, this woman takes notes like nobody's business, right? I'm like, oh, of course you, 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 you're a curator. You work in a museum. You document everything, like, like this much paperwork, like unbelievable. Um, I was driving our boat, little boat, and Bob and Andrea, and Andrea's like, I, I can't kayak for 12 hours, right? Because we, we figured it would take me longer. So my daughter offered to do it, and again, that was probably the second most wonderful time swimming. The first of when I came up on Tahoe, but the second, you know, I look over and there's my, at the time, 13 year old and she's kayaking. And, you know, she's sitting there with her butt in the kayak, but her feet are up on the top, right? You know, la la la, right? Yep. And, and, and the funny thing is when we get done the first time, she's like, mom, that's great. I said, um, yeah, that's eight miles. She goes, oh, my Garmin says you went eight, 8.2 or 8.3. And I said, listen, more is not better. Okay. <laughs> Like you need to get me from point A to point B. Like, you know, did you learn in math? You know, the distance between two points is a straight line. She's like, oh, <laughs> I'm like, so listen to Andrea, listen to Bob when they tell you to, you know, stay straighter. Um, so, um, so yeah, so off we went, but we're sitting in the motel the night before. And I love my husband. He's a science guy, right? He's got a, like a, he's got a master's in zoology. And he says, well, I'm thinking about your Tahoe swim and I'm thinking about your newfound swim. So if you swim at the same pace for this lake, it's going to take you 12 and a half hours. And I freaked out. I was like, Stop. Cause I look on the wall as a clock and I just envisioned the, the minute hand, like all the way around. I was like, there's no flipping way. I'm swimming 12 hours. Just don't say that. I gotta go to bed and I, I leave and I go to bed and Oh my God, I had the worst nightmares all night. The worst yeah. nightmares, right? So anyways, I get up, okay, you know, have my breakfast, ready, set, go. Well, you know, fast forward, it was longer than 12 hours. It was 12 hours and 40 minutes. It didn't seem that long, but I was like, okay, here's the deal. Like, like till death do us part and you shall never talk about time again. <laughs> <laughs> ever, 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 ever. We got caught in a rainstorm and I didn't realize it was raining. And I thought, wow, it's easier to swim than it is to be on the crew. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Maybe easier, right? Because I'm just swimming, right? Guys are dealing with the weather and, you know, boats going by and jet skis and, you know, who might be feeling sick or who's bored to death. Um, you know, I tried to, I set my daughter up. I was like, okay, if you get bored sitting there, you know, here's how you can use my iPad if you need to get a passcode because you want to watch TikTok. She didn't do anything. She was so engaged in the whole process. Never even, never even needed downtime. Wow. Um, yeah. And I came up on the, on the shore and I can't remember the woman you had on a while ago that I listened to. She was a competitive swimmer and she lives in over in the, over in the West coast. And she said the difference between open water and, you know, let's say the, the Olympics or college swimming, you know, when you're done there, it's the big rah-rah cheer, you know, with open water swimming, you're done, you get to the beach, you got two people that says, that's great. Okay. Want to help us put the boat in the water and go home. You know, my son had come up cause he, you know, he wants no part of it. I'm like, <laughs> there's no way I'm not sitting on a boat for any length of time. My ex-husband had brought him up to the shore at, back at, at Newberry. So he was there when I came in. 
Um, but it was cool. It was, again, I got up and I was like, ah, like I did this, you know? And um, yeah, so it's just, I don't know, for me, it's just like, like it's, 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 just, it's just incredible. And I could never do it without my team. Absolutely never, never. Right. Yeah. Never. So just to, I guess, recap, circle back, uh, clarification, you started with the 300 in your triathlon and then you went to two miles and then you went to, <laughs> so you're making pretty big jumps. How are you? And you, then you've got a coach that's giving you some guidance on how to train for it. But like, you know, what was, I guess, how did you kind of have the courage to, you know, even like, I guess I'm thinking specifically about that first jump from 300 yards to two miles. Like, how do you make that? How do you make that jump? <clears throat> you know, I, I don't know. I just, I, I got tired of being in the pool. Right. So there's like this small group of people that swim and it's not a master's group, but it's like the triathletes. Right. And I come mm-hmm. to after like two of them used to swim competitively in college. Like, oh, you know, they'll do 200. I do a hundred and I finish after them. Um, I get tired of being the last person. I get tired of being in events where I couldn't build my confidence. Mm-hmm. I couldn't head around that, right? So I realized that in these open water, longer distances, not as many people do it, right? So I'm not competing. I'm not racing, right? I'm not right. jumping in the water, you know, with you saying, let's go do a 10K at Memphis I'll go border buster and see who wins, right? right. Mindset. So that mindset works for me because I'm competing against myself. Yeah. Um, and when I did the 10K in 18, and then I said to Bob, can we do Tahoe? Yeah. And I'm like, okay, the next year I want to do in, in search of memory. He goes, it doesn't work that way. I go, why? I did six to 12. He goes, listen, grasshopper. So he calls me. <laughs> He's like, you can't go 12 to 24, right? Or maybe you can, but, um, you know, so Phil had wanted me to swim a 16 or a 19 or something, you know, before saying, yes, you can try, you know, something. Mm-hmm. But um, I think that's it, Shannon. I think it's, I don't have to fa- I don't have to feel the failure um, of racing with somebody else. I mean, the other one thing I didn't say is I got asked to be in a relay up at Montremblanc for Ironman. Mm-hmm. That in eighteen, um, first Ironman event I had ever been in. So I'm doing the swim. A friend of mine does the bike. A friend of a friend of mine does the run. And I'm at the starting line. And I remember calling Bob saying, "Should I wear my wetsuit because this water is okay?" And he said, listen, it's a race. Everybody's in a wetsuit, put it on, right? <laughs> I went a lot faster, but I'm there. And they, they delayed the race for an hour because of fog. So everybody's standing on the beach of this lake on the shore, waiting an hour for the fog to clear. Like you couldn't see the buoys. You couldn't see the kayakers. You could see nothing. And then wow. they just pushed everybody off, right? People were getting kicked in the head I'm hitting the face because you didn't know where the turn was. And I'm in the middle, just slogging along. Um, and I came out and I finished and I ran as fast as I could because I knew like, I don't have to do anything else. Like I'm done. <laughs> right. And at that point I said, never again. Like I told the line with 2,500 people, 2,700 people. I'm like, this is stupid. Like, yeah. I don't get stupid. that this Iron Man mentality. My, yeah. yeah. It's great it. for some people. Not, it's not for me. And I just, so I guess my challenge is how much further can I go? Can mm-hmm. I and you know Bob keeps telling me the only thing stopping you is um fuel right and and training and endurance yeah so that's great that's awesome which uh do you have a swim that you're most proud of I know you've mentioned a couple that you're pretty proud of but is there one that's more than another (laughs) um I well I would say Tahoe because it was the first one that Mm -hmm. I 
dared to do. Um, but I would say Sunapi because Sunapi was, we had to create the swim ourselves. It had never been done before. Again, thanks for Evan, right. And giving the, the map, right. Mm-hmm. And we had to do all things related. I mean, when it was Tahoe, I just show up, you pay a fee, you show up and Sylvia and Brian got it right. And I'm yeah. away with most of these, the channel are everywhere. This was, who do I get for an observer? What does that look like? Organize a boat, organize the fuel, get a kayaker. I mean, all things, right? And then after having to put everything together. So I think it was pretty cool to be able to coordinate all that, um, you know, and get a crew that said yes. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. I, I, yeah, I look forward to uh, I've, a few things I've tried to materialize, but I, I, I think that that would be really fulfilling to kind of make your own, make your own swim. So yeah. that's awesome. Um, you also make the swimming part sound really easy. Like, oh yeah, and then we get to the other side and then we just swim back to the other side. So when is when do you ever have the mental kind of demons kicking in halfway through anything? Oh yeah, I, I, it's, they're less when I have to go from point A to point B, right? It's just you swim and it's what you see and it's the journey. That's why I think, excuse me, that's why I think once I got to one side, I was like, oh, all I gotta do is go back. Like there's a destination. I'm in the pool doing laps. Oh my God. If it wasn't, again, if it wasn't for having someone next to me or, you know, Bob saying, let's move. I mean, I used to, I swear, probably be a prison guard somewhere in Russia, right? He's like, let's move. (laughs) Um, I would probably want to just get out of the pool and be like, I I don't want to swim anymore. Right. Or when I'm in my endless pool, like, I don't want to do this anymore. So when I'm just swimming, part of my story, which I don't, you know, it's on my Facebook page, look, but um, I got sober in 2012. Right. So I stopped. I was an, I was an alcoholic, a a very high functioning, successful alcoholic, an alcoholic. When I swim. So I've been sober for nine years. um, I just swim in gratitude. Like if I didn't stop drinking, I would never be doing this. Right. Never. I didn't think about sport. Um, so it's, it's the gratitude of look, look where I am today. Look how far I've come and look what I'm doing mm-hmm. for me. Just amazing that I'm out here. Yeah. And I look at my daughters to my right. Right. Um, and that I have the, I have the physical well-being to do it. Right. That I didn't kill myself physically to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't, I didn't try my first triathlon until after I was sober for five years Right. So I did it. I tried a tough mutter. Oh my God. I did it. Like, yeah, check the box, did that. Never do that again. Um, <laughs> but I just started saying, okay, like, what can I do? Right. And I think that's really what motivates me. It's the gratitude for my life today and the ability to do it. Right. I, I, I was at men from Magog and there was a man who went down a swim. He had like no legs, no legs and small arms. I'm like, he's getting in the water. Like, so if I want to complain because my shoulder hurts, really? Like suck it up. So gratitude. I love that. Swimming in gratitude. How's the pandemic been for you? Um, it's been okay. It's it's exhausting. Um, you know, we run a company, we've got 40 employees. We're we're fortunate we haven't had to lay anybody off. You know, um, you know, nobody in my immediate household has been sick. My kids are in school at a school that's a private school and they are um back in school full time since September. Um, but it's, you know, it's exhausting, you know, mm-hmm. with, you know, life on life's terms and people, um, you know, everyone feels differently about the pandemic and how they have to manage it and just trying to keep everybody on the beam. You know, it's tough. It's different. Yeah. 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 It's been a long haul for sure. Yeah. Or it continues yeah. to be. <laughs> it, it does. It, it does. 
You know, I remember, I remember in this in last May when people were saying, Oh, I hope the kids are back in school in September. I'm thinking, what are you you're crazy? That's I know. <laughs> now I'm like, I, I, I hope the kids go back to school next September. Right. I hope right. spring. And I hope there are some swimming events next summer. Right. Right. But it's yeah. just, I just wake up every day and say, okay, let's just get through today. Yep. Exactly. One day. Cause there's time. really no other, there's really no other good alternative. You can't, can't complain about it. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, what about, um, any ideas how we can include more people in the sport? Do you feel do you feel like there's any lack of inclusion in marathon swimming? <laughs> I think it's I think it's bringing more awareness to it, right? I think people are afraid of it. Um, you know, oh, like where we are, oh, you swim in the ocean, like mm-hmm. what's out there, right? Um, and I think it's just really talking more about it and and being inclusive, right? Inviting people. I mean, all the time I'll say to people, "Come with us." I can't do that. Sure, you can, right? Yeah to try it right just try it yep. you know, and, and and get with a group of people at least where I swim and what I see from the whole community like there's no competitive nature I mean sure I'm, I'm sure everybody is competitive on their own but it's more inclusive than anything right? yeah. and you show up and you know what the expectation is and, and I think the people that you swim with do a good job to understand what your level of of experiences and expertise um, you know, and they, and they judge that with, okay, like, like I would love to keep swimming all winter. Uh, I'm not prepared to swim all winter this year. You know, we got in as low as probably 49. I, I had a list of pushing, pushing me out of the beach. Our last swim. I said, I think I'm having a problem. She, okay. Rescue swim. Hold on. <laughs> We're literally Wait, mom, You're swim. forgetting about the time when you took Bolin and I to the boat dock. Okay. Go on mute. <laughs> <laughs> I took me yeah, I took my daughter and her friend to the to the boat dock and said could you please stand here and watch because I'm I'm gonna go in the water for a few minutes and I don't want to be out here alone and her That's good what is your mother doing I said <laughs> she's crazy yeah so I just think it's talking about it more and getting yeah, people yeah. not to be afraid mm-hmm. yeah I, I think, I think the pandemic's had a lot to do with people being more interested because pool space is limited right right yeah yeah, people are kind of having to, the, the, because the pool's not an option. They're like, well, I don't really like the idea of open water, but I'm going to gonna do it because I want to swim. And so, yeah, right, it's, right. it's people out in the open. That's, uh, I appreciate that a lot, though, that your response. Um, I was thinking, too, just about, um, like, having the, the courage to push yourself. Like, that's an interesting one to try to, you know, to encourage, because you do, I've, I've heard that too before, too. It's like, you know, like, oh, it's the how do you do that when you tell people what you've accomplished or the, or when people say, no, I can't, when you're like, oh, come with me, and you give them the invitation. But it's like, how do you get someone to just, it's like, just just try it, you know, just yeah. see what it's like. So it's a tricky one. Yeah, you know, it, someone asked me that and I don't, I don't say, <clears throat> I don't say, oh, if I can do it, <clears throat> you can do it too, because maybe some people can't swim, right? Right. But set a goal and achieve it then you can set any goal you have and achieve it and the only thing standing your way is you mm-hmm. yeah. right like I, I i really believe i've come to believe it over the last you know nine years like i don't play the victim right someone said it this morning i read it like don't say i can't like there's a difference between i can't and i choose not to right like i choose not to get in the ocean with susan and bob <laughs> <laughs> in 40 40 degree water i choose not to can i i don't know but it's an i choose not to right mm-hmm. I don't have to say, oh, poor me. Right. right. And and also listening to people because there are sometimes I probably would push myself beyond my capability today because there's still more training. Right. So it's just it's listening to people who have done more and and done it well. And even if they failed, like what did I learn from your failure? 
Right, right. So just being willing to be open to listen. Yeah, listening. No. Learning. Yep. Uh, what advice would you give to aspiring marathon swimmers? <laughs> um, find people to swim with, right? Find, I think uh, uh, Sue Phillips said it, find a mentor. Find a mentor. Like I, I, I say it, it with complete gratitude. Like I wouldn't be where I am without Bob. Right. And he does it for a love of swimming, mm -hmm. uh, uh, you know, and it's, it's asking the right questions and surrounding yourself with, with good people. Like there's a great group I swim with at the seacoast, right. There's a great group I swim with at the pool. Um, just, it's just find people to swim with uh, and find someone who takes some interest in your, you know, in your journey. Mm -hmm. Yep. That's a good one. What marathon swimmers inspired you? Oh my God, everybody. I mean, every single person inspires me, right? Mm -hmm. When I, when I listen to, to everyone, um, you know, Sarah Thomas inspires me, but I'm like, I, there's never a shot that I would ever do anything that, that, that she does. Right. So Pat Gallant inspires me. Pat Gallant inspires me that she took 25 hours to swim in search of memory because she was going to finish. Right. And when I first started doing this, I reached out to her and we had a conversation. I said, I feel like I'm old. She's like, oh, my God, you're a baby. <laughs> <laughs> that made me feel good. Um, so that that inspired me. Right. Um, you know, Caroline's crossing of Lake George, that inspired me. Um, you know, every single swim when it's a, when it's a different venue, a different location. I just I just sit back and go, wow, what would that be like? Right. Mm -hmm. Having, having done it a few times, I understand the training to work up to it, right? Um, so every, every time I, I mean, my bucket list, you know, Alyssa said it last week, like my bucket list keeps growing. Yeah. <laughs> swim, like where do I want to swim? And, you know, what's a cool place to swim? Um, so it just keeps growing, listening to, to all you guys. Yeah, no shortage of desire for places to swim, that's for sure. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Lovely. Thank you for sharing your story, Cheryl. Thanks. I feel Thanks like I have a lot me. more questions, but <laughs> we're kind of coming up on time. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you guys, we'll see you next year. Have a good holiday if you're a, yeah. if you're a Christmas celebrator or whatever you might be celebrating. <laughs> Life. Life. Merry Christmas. Absolutely. Have a happy holiday, everybody. Whatever it is that you celebrate. <laughs> happy Tuesday. Yes, Tuesday. Yes. Have a great happy Tuesday. Tuesday. Thank you, Shannon, for all year. Yeah. Yeah. Happy holidays, everybody. Bye-bye. Are you ready to swim smarter? Check out my virtual efficient swimming basics program at intrepidwater.com. I hope you enjoyed today's interview. If you'd like to be a guest on Marathon Swim Stories, just email me, shannon at intrepidwater.com. Please stay in touch by joining our email list at intrepidwater.com. Thanks for listening.